0: I'm here today because there's going to be a few announcements uh, to do with the parish later on, coming from our parish council meeting yesterday. And I asked Prashant, and I'm very grateful, Prashant, that you would give me this space, because unless I have the spiritual mindset prepared, the announcements won't sound, the, the announcements won't be accepted in the way they're meant to be accepted. So I asked Prashant just to give me a moment to talk about this reading so that I can and link it into what I have to share later. In today's reading we have the two great commandments, love your God, love your neighbour and on this hangs all the law and the prophets. Everything hangs on it so everything is derived from it. We start with those two things every time we do something. We start with loving our God And understanding who God is and filling our hearts, minds and souls with the the power of heaven so that we can release it into our community. But yet we do that not to sit and bask in God's glory, but to release the kingdom into the world. And we can't love our neighbours as ourselves if we're not filled with God. We cannot be out there in the community loving each other, in this amazing, joyful way that the reading talks about, if our spirits are down, if our hearts are hurt, if we ourselves are not sure that we are saved and have salvation available to us, how do we preach in that space? How do we share what God has done into our lives in that space? And so there's an order to this. God first, so that we're filled and so that we can release into the community. And then we need to move out into the community and release and to do our duty. When we read the second part of the Gospel today, we understand from the Scripture that David's Lord is Jesus. Even though Jesus comes from the line of David, David's Lord is Jesus. So the way we release things into the world, the way we release the kingdom into the world, is not going to be the way Jesus, uh, the way David wants it to be, the way Jesus wants it to be. David acted as God prompted him to act. So we need to understand that loving our neighbour and releasing the kingdom into the world is not a political agenda. It's not a social movement. It is the essence of our life. And the world around us will tell us, love, love people, love it's a feeling, it's, you, know, you feel good, you do it. You, you, know, you have lustful feelings, you're driven by feelings and emotions. But the love that we read in today's Gospel is a love that says, I want God's kingdom to prosper, even if it costs me. I want my neighbour to be in heaven, even if it costs me something. You may need at different times to allow someone to wrestle with their faith and to be angry about things and to be angry with you. And you swallow your pride and you pray for them while they're doing whatever they, whatever process they're going through. You, it's going to cost each and every one of us something for someone else to prosper in the kingdom. Things don't happen in general when we're trying to move from world the worldliness of the world into the kingdom mindset, there's birthing pains. there are changes in people. we let go we we do things. I know with myself sometimes i I go back into old habits and you know lose my temper at different things, and as Jane will tell you at different times you know i'll hit my hand with a hammer and then there's all sorts of words coming out of my mouth that you know would be unholy, you, know? but what we do though is we strive to keep changing and we strive to be the person for our neighbour that needs them to love us. Not because it makes us feel good. It might might make us feel good at the end when our neighbour says, oh gee, thanks for being with me. Thanks for being on that journey with me. Thanks for loving me because when no one else was there, you were there. And sometimes we hear that. But as someone is birthing into the kingdom... We, are, we, we might be the enemy at different times. God might be the enemy at different times. But when we look at God's life and we look at God's example, God loved the world even though it was going to cost him his life. Even though Jesus needed to die and lay his life for others, he was prepared to love the world and love those that came after in the world no matter what. And so we find ourselves in this reading that says, yes, love your neighbour, love your God, but don't expect it to always be a prosperity thing. It's not going to be based on our prosperity. It is going to be based on our devotion. It is going to be based on the understanding that you love the person next to you so much that you want their salvation, even if it's going to cost you your time, even if it's going to cost you your pride even if it's going to cost you a moment of just listening to them. Because that's what God did for us. So if you love God and you understand Jesus' sacrifice for yourself, how then can you actually hold back without passing that gift on to someone else? And so all the laws and the prophets hang on those two ideas. That when when we have a salvation mentality... We want the love that we have is for the person that's in front of us to prosper in the journey to salvation. Not to prosper, you know, there's that song that says, I want to, Lord, get me a Mercedes-Benz, get me, uh, Grant might know the words better than I do, he's, he's into, you know, get me the Mercedes-Benz, a house, uh, whatever it might be. But we want to see that person know God and recognise that they're saved and go to heaven just as much as we want it for ourselves. And so, when we started here as a pari- when I started here in this parish, we started talking about healthy church environments. We started talking about how we energize our faith. How do we allow God to speak to us? How do we allow ourselves not to become a, a club, but remain a community that's open to others? Well, can I suggest that that journey still continues, but we hang all that on the commandments in front of us today. We hang our journey as a parish on the fact that God loves us and that we love our community and we will work to understand God and we will work to understand people in our community even if it costs us. And it will at different times cost people different things. What about yourself? We've spoken about the actual reading today and we've spoken about us as a parish, but what about your journey? Because if you're part of this parish and, you're, and I'm asking you to release the kingdom, do you hang your laws and your prophecies on anxiety? Do you hang your laws and prophecies on worry? Do you hang your laws and prophecies on anger? Or do you hang them on God's love for you and your love for your neighbour. In following the Gospel words, wherever you start to hang your laws and your prophecies, it starts the journey to where it ends. And as Jesus says, when you live your life based on Jesus' laws and understanding of the Gospel, then you are on rock. Your house is built on a rock, a rock of faith that can handle any storm, that can weather any storm that is approaching you. If you hang your laws, if you hang your own personal laws and your own personal prophecies on your love of God and of your neighbour, that's the rock of your faith. You will stand against anything. It might not be joyful, it might not be exciting, it might not be happy, it might be boring, it might cost you different things, but you're working in a devotional faith to our Lord God. If we hang our laws, our personal laws and prophecies on anxiety, worry, anger then those are the shifting sands, aren't they? They're not going to lead to you becoming stronger in your faith with God. They're not going to lead to you having an understanding of God that surpasses all understanding and brings you peace. They're going to slowly cut away at who you are so that you might not even like the person you become in those spaces. So, as we move forward as a parish, as people individually, can I suggest to you that the gospel today is saying to start with love? Not the love that the, that the community says, that feel good love, I feel good, I'll do it, I'll look, you know, I have these feelings for this person and I'm going to follow the feelings. The Bible is quite clear about how feelings can deceive us, how how we have to test our feelings based on the, on the Bible. So is this love a love that says you're willing to centre yourself in God? You, are you willing to allow the gospel to speak to you and to move forward in the kingdom? And if we move forward in the kingdom, we don't do it as a political or a social movement. We don't do it as a... Uh, as something as an event we do it because we believe that we will reach into the hearts minds and souls of others and allow the holy spirit to convict them and bring them to jesus and allow them to come into this amazing worship space and to meet these amazing people around us and find the joy of being in fellowship with a community that is in the body of christ We can't bring people into our community, we can't bring people to the kingdom if we ourselves are not in the body of Christ. So stay in the body of Christ, keep praying for each other and for yourselves and find that person this week that is your enemy. Find that person this week that you struggled with last week and love them. Show them something of the, of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, whether it be kindness, compassion, care, self-control, that says, look, I, I think I offended you last week. I'm so sorry. What can I do to fix it? What can you do to be the face of Christ for that person? And indeed, what can you do each and every day as we move forward to see the face of Christ in every single person that you come across?